0: Hello and welcome back to the Middling Along podcast. My guest today is Tracy Acock, founder of the Wellbeing Wisdom Club. Tracy retired from a career in nursing and retrained as a women's life coach with a focus on health and well-being. And we're delighted to welcome her along to the podcast today. Hi, Tracy.
1: Hi, Emma. Thanks for having me.
0: It's lovely to meet you. We've been in touch over Instagram, where you're you're very active as well. So. Tell us what sort of made you decide to to go down this path. Was it something that was a sort of a gradual, creeping realisation that it was something that you wanted to do? Or
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. I To be honest, I didn't mm-hmm. know what I wanted to do, really. It did evolve, like most things in life. I just knew, and it does sound cheesy, I've said this before, but after working with uh, my last role in nursing was... Um, I'd always for a long time worked with women with breast cancer. My last role mm. was with women who had incurable secondary breast cancer. And I think I, I just felt when I left and sort of retired to come back to Cornwall, it was such a gap, all of it, leaving, everything was all such, just such a big gap. And I genuinely felt like the first three months was like, you know, a little holiday, no stress. But then I realised... Mm-hmm. I didn't have meaning and purpose and that's something that women come to me a lot about now and I know we'll talk about that a bit later Um, and I just wanted to make a difference as cheesy as that sounds that is the just Mm -hmm. the truth of it I didn't know how it would look I didn't exactly know how it would be I just knew that there was more in me I still had, and I still have, and I think this is important, it's about a zest for life and for living, you know, we literally, we know we only have one, and we've got a finite time here, Um, but of course, as humans in our day-to-day, we forget that, but I think in my jobs before,
0: you you had a daily reminder that that kind of, that time is is short, and we've got to make the most of it. Yeah, And I guess I, I, I don't know I mean, if you're seeing those, those patients regularly, you, you get to know them quite well and, mm. and maybe they themselves kind of express regret about the things that they, they haven't got round to doing or that they wished that they had more, a bit more time to do.
1: Well, I, I think there's, um, you know, the brawny wear, the five regrets of the dying, which is a whole conversation in itself. But, mm. you know, it is about just making the most of the time you have here. But it's not until you're faced with perhaps those that space to, to face those questions. But certainly um, it was a big job to leave and a, and a, and a big gap to fill. I'm I'm there. I'm there now. It's taken me a while, but I suddenly realized the other day it took me a while to and in fact even on Instagram I I kept inhabiting the cancer world because that's that that was what I was familiar with. Hard to leave behind. Yeah, and I and I because I felt I could by something I might say or or words of encouragement, I felt I could sort of help in some way. And some clients that come to me have had um, health issues such as cancer but I realised that I had to kind of unfollow some of those accounts, um, not not people, but like the bigger ones, mm. because I just, that my life was different now, you know, and it is about kind of, you know, that acceptance and letting go that I also talk about to, to move forward. Mm. So yeah, it's funny there. I, I never would have thought that, that part of my life it is would somehow become enmeshed in this part but I've taken so many fortunate enough to be able to take so many learnings although it doesn't look like that in black and white on paper but just about the supporting encouraging guiding mentoring that I did through the whole of my career before
0: yeah I think for for many of us we kind of we get to certain points in life where like you say, you're looking for more sort of meaning, purpose. You decide that you want to go and do something else, but you're not entirely sure what that mm-hmm. is. And, and it can feel quite big and scary doing a big career pivot and going off to do something else. But like you say, it sounds as though, you know, even though it's a very, very different kind of role that you're inhabiting now, a lot of those skills that you will have learned through a lifetime of nursing, you're, you're actually putting into the the job that you're doing now so it's not perhaps such a a big leap in, in some ways even though it might feel I'd look look from the outside as yeah, a completely absolutely.
1: different no it does look so different I mean I, I one I'm going back a weird step but one thing I did do <laughs> and I I teach this actually now it's so strange open my mind to different ways of thinking but one thing that I did have on my vision board that I did uh, a few years ago first one I'd ever done um and I had two words on it that really, uh, flexibility and freedom. I mean, I used to go in my, you know, blue uniform every day, you know, obviously the NHS, a very structured environment. Mm. But I had these two words and I didn't, and, and groups of women and all different things on my vision board. Um, and, and all of it, it, weirdly, has come to some sort of fruition now. So I think, yeah, if you're thinking, you know, a lot of women come to me now, I think we get to round about 50 ish I'm going to say in my experience where we start to really think you know I've wow I've probably lived probably at least you know a half of my life mm-hmm. what what do I want to do is this is this is it and it really you know you become you can become quite introspective and it's about what, what are my values Do, those goals that I wanted back then when I was perhaps 20 30 40 maybe that doesn't mean so much to me now you know so there's something about b- being aware of of time but not letting it rule you as well and so I help women with perspective and you know how the brain sort of likes to brain we're hardwired for survival but your brain doesn't know how to make you happy you know that's mm. down to us. So well, and
0: also we're we're not necessarily very good at kind of carving out time to actually step back from all the busyness totally. and, and think about what it is that, that that we want. And I'm sure I've sort of talked about this kind of thing before, but yeah, we're so we're so busy. We're so busy nurturing, looking after Absolutely. other people, running yeah. around, having jobs that actually kind of putting your head above the parapet like a little meerkat, and going, oh, <laughs> what else is out there? What what do what do I want to explore?
1: And and also, you know, it is I say this a lot. I've just finished this online course where, you know, we talked about it was my course, but I talked about how we stay in this the comfort zone that isn't mm. actually comfortable. <laughs> um Familiar. So it's yeah, so it's kind of you know, it is it is about having that gifting yourself really that time to really think about what, what matters to you now, you know. So yeah, I've I've gone all the way around the houses and around your question there, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So tell us a bit more
0: about um, how you you kind of like to work with with your clients, customers. I don't know whatever you yeah them,
1: clients. But... Yeah, <laughs> I guess there are two main ways. In that I do like a kind of a a power hour, which is a it's a midlife makeover. And then that could be for a specific thing. I teach the beginnings of, you know, mindfulness meditation, how you can easily bring that into your life or EFT or setting goals or perhaps there's a particular thing like making a vision board work for you. So that's an hour.
0: Hmm. But what explain EFT for anyone that's never heard of it before, because we have covered it in a previous podcast episode. But if people haven't listened to that, and don't know what EFT is.
1: I mean, actually, I heard Liz Earle talking about it on her podcast recently. So it's been around for literally thousands of years because it's like based on an ancient Chinese practice. And in fact, I used to use it with patients in the chemo unit. Oh. It can, yeah, because um, it, you can become very needle phobic, yeah, and so it just helps. It can reduce feelings of stress and anxiety. So essentially, in a nutshell. It's a cross between acupressure, so like acupuncture points, mm-hmm. um, sort of on your head and neck really, it's about nine points. So a cross between acupressure and positive psychology and it's totally safe and non-invasive and it can help with... To, as i say to reduce stress and anxiety and other kind of um like you know things that might be holding you back in your life so i don't mm-hmm. use it so much now but it's there and it's a really easy tool for someone to add to their their own well-being mm-hmm. toolkit yeah it's
0: um eft stands for emotional freedom technique is that right that's
1: it yeah yeah otherwise known as tapping yeah yeah Okay. And so, yes, that's an hour online. And sometimes I meet up with people locally. We could go for a cold water swim or a walk and, you know, have a session like that. But probably, um, not probably, definitely my most popular coaching packages are six weeks of six week online um, with a lot of support in between. But it, it really is everything that I do in a in a in a whole package <laughs> and um yeah I've had some really brilliant transformations and wonderful feedback from that so um yeah I I, I lo- I'm very very lucky I love what I do
0: and you've talked to, you talked briefly about the cold water swimming there you've you've done what many of us perhaps dream of doing at retirement and move down to to Cornwall to be <laughs> close to the sea how is it is it for you to to go and get your Cold water dip. How how close to the beach are you?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, I'm I moved from Dorset, so I was by the sea. I actually (laughs) lived, but and I'm Cornish, and moved away and came back. So I've lived by the sea all my life, actually, Emma. But I didn't, and I I used to go in, um, like most people say, in the summer. And then when, you know, the, the holidaymakers went, that was the end for me too. But in lockdown, when we first came back, I was actually very lonely. Um, I'd left, as I said, the big job behind, my friends. Um, we'd been there for 25 years. My boys were still, uh, they are still there. So it was quite a transition for me. And then lockdown came. and yeah. um, So I started going in the sea in, in November. And... Um, I, you know it, it it genuinely has been like a life changer i've written blogs about it because um it, it, it i i've i called it the friend I'm, i didn't know i had because lucky here the sea is just here and we we live by a river now so i uh, it is it was part it's part of a whole new way of being in some ways i've i've now made A whole group of friends, like-minded women, and and there's obviously a lot of talk about cold water swimming Mm. is great. Some and mental health for some menopausal symptoms, metabolism. There's new research now about something called brown fat, which is it is good for us, and this is something that cold water plus sauna, you know, can do for us. But it's it's like this morning is like quarter to seven, we meet up, we go in, we scream and laugh (laughs) and it really is you know and it's bloody freezing don't get me wrong but you know (laughs) is there something
0: about that initial kind of scream when you get into the water that's quite sort of cathartic
1: no (laughs) matter how you get there and it's also that stress response because you have to focus your body saying no you know this is danger um (laughs) and then so you focus on the moment and then everything goes away You know, for that time. So, um, yeah, I totally recommend it. I actually went to see my accountant yesterday, but we spent most of the time talking about how she wants to get in the water and how (laughs) she's in with
0: me. I I think a lot of us uh, sort of, you know, look, look on and think it would be a great thing to do, but but actually, kind of committing to it and and taking the plunge.
1: Start with a cold shower. That's what I did. Yeah
0: yeah no sea anywhere near me unfortunately but there are there is plenty of river swimming so uh, well you never know you never know need to work my way up (laughs) but yeah tell tell me a bit more about the sort of you know that kind of process that you would go on then with somebody through that that sort of six weeks for somebody that's never done anything like this and and might be thinking about it how does it kind of shape up over that process
1: thanks for asking that because I I, myself I certainly had quite negative connotations about what the word coaching might mean Mm. and it felt I I actually said this on my stories recently if it feels quite Americanized you know I think life coaching is having a a moment right now Mm. you know I think after the pandemic people really questioned about what you know what their lives were about and so um so yeah um essentially we 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 can have a a free quick chat by phone if someone's interested it's called a discovery call if you want to call it that and then it's really you know are we right for each other um you know am i what you need right now and usually yes because if someone's come to you then they're ready for for that change and I am definitely a hybrid. I mean, women come to me, of course, they're going to have menopausal symptoms. And so because of my background, I'm good at signposting for that. Mm. But That's just as often a small part of it. Um, It can be, as I mentioned before, you know, really thinking about perhaps life is on autopilot. You're just going through the motions. Is this really all there is? You may be so, you know, busy that you're, you know, you know that you're feeling detached and perhaps there's some elements of burnout to do with jobs, homes, everything. And maybe you've lost your confidence. You don't like yourself very much. You know that, you know, the voice in your head is so so mean. You know, you're filled with worries and anxieties and really starting to say, you know, wow, you know, I want my life to be more. Hmm. And then there's also life events, grief, living losses. It's what can happen is we can just keep looking back in that rear view mirror as I like to say and that can keep us stuck. And so it's about coming to terms with things, perhaps letting go of things and being able to look forward with you know hope and positivity and be excited for this next chapter of your life you know what if it turned out to be the best yet
0: yeah instead of thinking what could go wrong what could go right
1: (laughs) exactly and we're not used to doing that and so it does you know and you said you know we're often so busy we don't have time to to look inwards we can become disconnected from who we are and what we want and so that over the six weeks um, you know, I, I teach. So obviously, every woman comes to me. Everyone's unique. Um, so there's a lot of listening. And then it's not counselling in the sense that I just listen because I have some things that we can uh, suggest. But it's obviously it's down to the woman how much she wants to to put into it. So, yeah, it's um it, it works. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think there's yeah something about that accountability as well of having someone that's gonna kind of hold you to your to the things that you you say you're going to try and improve yeah. or do or something week yeah. to week that is is very powerful certainly that I've found
1: definitely yeah. definitely I guess it's also about just really being aware of of how our minds work so there's some work on you know mindset shifts you know because we can really um, just hold ourselves back um, without even realizing it and we can talk ourselves in and out of something in in, in the blink of an eye so it's really um, being able to learn how we can become the if you if you want to like that next best version of you by you know like working on self-esteem confidence I think all the things you know the the thing is the menopause perimenopause I, I was like all the all the women that struggle um with all of that and um obviously now I'm looking I'm looking back at that situation as somebody who worked in women's health and yet back then say you know 10 years ago and more it just literally it just wasn't talked about and I know if somebody is struggling with all of that right now um it can feel like you know there's no way out and mm. then perhaps we don't have all the answers but i can honestly say we do talk about it now compared to how we really didn't talk about it then you know the fear yeah change in inverted commas and just people seminal. struggling along
0: silently yeah. and not and yeah just not getting not the help or it. not getting the support
1: and then not realizing that often it was a symptom of, of perimenopause or menopause so that may be a part of what I do but as I said before it's really being able to if you know is is HRT for you and if it's not well how else but it's about perhaps something as simple as you know how you start your day so I do something about morning miracles, which is a, a twist on the Howell World miracle mornings. And it's about perhaps if you're able, just start with five minutes. So a five minutes of, say, a cold shower or 10 seconds <laughs> or meditation or a journal prompt or, or literally is it just asking yourself, what do I need? And listening for the answer. And so it may be, I really need to talk to a good friend that I trust today. Just take a moment, in our busy lives, take a moment to really think about what it is that that you need. And I find the other thing that is so, so common is that women, and I'm talking about women because I'm a women's life coach, Mm. but obviously we're all humans doing our best, but my focus is on women. And women, because giving all the time to others and that you know i know i'm generalizing if there are Mm. any men listening but for the purpose of this this is so true we're nurturing humans and we can often just forget what lights us up and it's so common to ask someone so we do a little exercise perhaps on you know what your life may look certain aspects of your life and so often there's no fun there's no joy there's nothing that that person might do that's literally just for them. And, mm, you know, we forget way, how to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that. And that's something I, you know, literally just for a second, going back to me and getting in the seat. It's that, it's that I realize that, you know, it's what sparks joy for you. And and if that is missing, then we need to find it.
0: And you talked a little bit about the, the sort of the morning miracles. Are there any other um, sort of ways that you try and get people to, I guess, I guess, build in better habits or kind of structure once once they've kind of finished the, the sort of the six weeks with you and the, the training wheels are off and they're, they're off on their own?
1: You know, I like to sort of encourage some, so we can be busy. So any clients, listed, there's no, this is what I say, but we can be so busy doing <laughs> but we're not being.
0: Mm.
1: And when I learned to meditate myself, you know, I, honestly, I just wished I'd done it years ago. So we need to find some space in our in our, in our busy minds. We need to create space, bring some calm to our minds. And um, so I th- do in the six weeks, um, the things we, we work on things like perhaps a, 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 an easy meditation practice that could be a few minutes a day, or perhaps it's a journaling and so it perhaps it's in the evening it's letting the day go with either a prompt or um, building a gratitude practice you know it's finding those small moments of joy that you can basically build into your life in an easy way you've got to and build it in have, as a
0: habit and the other absolutely. spirit to stick and, yeah, and yeah. happen and all then the, time. the other
1: thing is definitely movement. Before I I left my previous life in Dorset, <laughs> I, I was I went I was really into weight training, strength training, resistance training, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And I still do workouts in my garden now, but that was really my thing. And and so you know I've got a dog and I walk. So I basically, depending on the person, I don't think I've ever really had someone to be honest that's come to me that doesn't want to bring some more movement so i don't necessarily call it fitness i don't you know sometimes it can feel overwhelming mm. to use that word so we just say movement so for five minutes what could you easily do to bring that into your we we'll say morning and and um if you start small you know like you know james clear and then atomic habits if you start small you can build on that so it's bringing some space to your mind it's bringing some joy to your life and it's bringing movement and there's all lots of things around that but that's kind of the basis of this is purely for this is well-being and then we there's obviously all the other stuff about building confidence what is it you really want and if, you, if there's something you know you want but you don't have the confidence to do, it, well, how can we help you get there? You mm-hmm.
0: know, so building in those kind of healthy habits, and, and like you say, I like I like the rule of three is always good, isn't it? So uh, so movement, joy, and a bit of space to mm-hmm. to kind of
1: however that looks for that thing. person, and however they can you know fit it in their lives. But if we start small, really, the thread underneath it all is this if we want to call it self love, which I know we sort all of said before, you know, it can feel so uncomfortable that phrase, you know, but it really is about, you know, if you if you're up in your head thinking all kinds of things, we want to make that place a nice place to be. And so it's about just basically if you you know the, the rule of thumb is if you wouldn't say it to a friend, then don't mm. say it to you. And it's learning to be on your own side because at the end of the day that is who we're with till the yeah, end it's
0: us we, we can be very very self-critical can't we and, and definitely i've been guilty of, of that kind of little voice that that says oh, things that i wouldn't dream of saying to somebody else
1: yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah it's um you know it's human you know it's a human experience but one it's teaching somebody to become aware so that if you if you know if you know, you know it's it's like catching the thought. So mm. you know thoughts are not facts, but but until we really get hold of that concept, we can tell ourselves all kinds of stories. We can you know be so harsh and so mean to ourselves, and so that's often the starting point.
0: Hmm. Trying to redirect that the negative thought into something bit more constructive
1: yeah well letting go the thinking pattern the negative thinking pattern because that's the way the brain falls back so we catch the thought and um, it takes a bit of practice but it's it's an easy concept once you understand
0: well tracy thank you so much for sharing a bit about your your story and people can find you online at wellbeingwisdomclub.com and uh, instagram and we'll pop links into the show notes so that they can easily click through and find you and learn a bit more about what you do and uh, uh living vicariously through lovely pictures of the seaside okay. and sea swimming hopefully get down to the sea in this this summer and um I definitely definitely a fair weather sea swimmer at the moment but like you say you never know
1: <laughs> you never know honestly I've, I said that myself so just start with a cold shower Emma tomorrow morning <laughs> Just turn it to cold at the end of your shower. There you I are. I do,
0: bit by bit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy.
1: Thank you, Emma.
0: You've been listening to the Middling Along podcast. Do remember to subscribe to be notified when our next episode is live. And why not visit the blog at www.midlingalong.com to sign up to my newsletter as well. I do hope you enjoyed listening today. If you did, I'd be really grateful if you would consider you. leaving a short review as that helps people find the podcast and helps get it noticed. Hope you can join us next time. Goodbye for now.